podcast. Podcast. Hello and welcome to Pumping Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Elise Eldridge, and today we are talking all about Season 1, Episode 12 of Hannah Montana, On the Road Again? Question <laughs> mark. It's also Part 3 of the That's So Sweet Life of Hannah Montana crossover event. So joining me today to break things down is my friend Kayla Littleton. Hi, Kayla. I'm so glad we're, you're back on the show. <laughs> I'm so glad to be back. <laughs> um, so you... We were talking about which episodes we wanted to record together next, and you reminded me that this is the That's So Sweet Life of Hannah Montana one. I thought we had so much more time before we got there. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Um, So I guess we should talk about the other two episodes, because this is the last piece of the trio of episodes correct and it's not really it doesn't feel really like it's part of the crossover except for the fact that ashley tisdale's character from sweet life is in this episode twice but other than that it it doesn't feel like it and i guess technically it starts at the tipped in but like it doesn't seem to really go with the rest of the crossover event (laughs) no so the that's a raven episode heavily features uh the sprouse twins and um yes as, as in that one models. As, well yes <laughs> as uh, uh, models <laughs> <laughs> and the sweet life episode heavily features raven and at the very end hannah montana's there and for the hannah montana episode it's just an episode of hannah montana that ashley tisdale yeah. isn't like a tiny bit of she's, a, she's at the weird. beginning she's at the end yeah it's like in the Sweet Life episode, Hannah shows up because she has a concert in Boston, which I always forget that Sweet Life exactly takes place in Boston, by the way. Me For too. some reason, I always think it's like New York. And I'm like, no, wait, the reason I think it's New York is because in Jesse, there's a Tipton in New York because it's a funny joke about Je- about Debbie Ryan. Um, but <laughs> Hannah Montana shows up in Boston at the end of the Sweet Life episode for a concert. And so you see her in the lobby and that's like it. Yeah, so I'll I'll start by saying that I didn't really care for the Hannah Montana episode <laughs> that we're discussing. No. Um, I <laughs> thought the other episodes were much better, particularly the That's So Raven one. I thought was excellent. Um, mm-hmm. It it was really good, and I think part of that is that that was from like the final season of That's So Raven, and they had their shit so figured out and together, and. I mean, like, the B-plot was dumb and didn't need to be there, but you really got a sense that, like, Raven knew what she was doing. She had found her, like, groove, um, and it was a really fun and funny episode. Um, Wait, I haven't watched that Raven episode in a while. Is the B-plot the one with the um, the paddle ball yes. competition? That's what that one yes. is? Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> they keep going back to San Francisco to where Corey and Chelsea and... Um, What's Eddie. the annoying neighbor kid? No, oh, well, yeah, Eddie, and then the annoying neighbor kid. Mm, anyway, I don't doing remember the, his name. <laughs> which makes no sense with the rest of the episode, but it was funny. <laughs> it was very much like a Hannah Montana A plot, B plot situation where the A plot mm-hmm. is like the main character is doing something cool, and the B plot is just we cut back to the house where like some very trivial event is going on. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but the, the That's a Raven episode was very fun. 
and it felt like a crossover. Raven was at the set for the other um, show and it featured the other actors really well. Um, and it still felt cohesive and like you could not watch the other pieces and get what happened. Yeah. The Sweet Life episode was like in between the Raven and Hannah one, like as far as like amount of crossoverness. Yeah. Like the concept is that Raven has a vision of things going wrong at Carrie's birthday party. So Raven kind of is a part of the whole like how everything goes down, but she's not like super present. Yeah, she's she's there a lot at the beginning and she's there a lot towards the end um, and not there that much in the middle. Um, but uh, she's still part of like the B-plot too because right. Raven has talked to Ashley Tisdale's character Maddie about um, her convincing London Tipton right. to wear one of her dresses. Yes. So Raven is still very much part of everything happening in the show. She influenced right. the A-plot where... Um, uh, Cody. <laughs> I wanted to call him Cole. <laughs> Twitter best boy. Cody um, is like very concerned that he's going to get like maimed or killed because of what Raven has prophesized. Right. And she's heavily featured in the B plot because Maddie is desperately trying to like trick London into wearing one of Raven's dresses. And at the end of the episode, she does wear one of Raven's dresses. And then right. Hannah Montana shows up and says she loves the dress and wants another. And she, like, I guess gets stuck to London's dress and, like, ends up pairing it. And that's, like, the extent of Hannah Montana in the episode. (laughs) And what it really felt like with including Hannah Montana in this crossover was that this was the new Disney show, whereas Sweet Life and Raven were very much, like... They were established. established. (laughs) And so this was really, like, A, trying to create the Disney cinematic universe, which does not actually work. Um, And B... (laughs) um, just trying to get people interested in Hannah Montana, especially those that so Raven fans who knew that the end of Raven was coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for sure. And I also, we don't really need to talk more about the Sweet Life installment, um, but I do want to mention that I had forgotten about Arwen, the maintenance worker, um, who Hello, almost Arwen. got his own spinoff. I like yes, forgot about that. With Selena Selena Gomez. Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> yes, which I honestly was like, Arwen as a dad wouldn't really make sense, so I'm glad that never happened. Of all the side <laughs> characters to do a spin-off pilot for, they picked Arwen, the maintenance worker, who's like like in love with Carrie is his own that's the only personality trait is he's in yeah, love he's with Carrie. <laughs> weird inventions. That's like his whole thing. Yeah. He's like a middle-aged man. He's like balding. Um and yeah. they're like perfect choice to lead our new Disney Channel pilot. Uh, <laughs> that was and I and I think probably Alana is a better person to speak to this, but that was probably during the crazy time where they just really needed to give Selena Gomez something. Yeah, you know, I think that like they actually desperately has come up on a previous episode with Alana. Um, I think I think so. She said that it was about like Esteban that the pilot was about, but no, it's about Arwen. Um, yeah, no, it's definitely Arwen, which would also makes less sense why Selena Gomez was a part of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I then like the only other thing to mention about the Sweet Life installment is that when Hannah Montana shows up, every single person goes, "Oh my God, you're Hannah Montana!" And right. this is also Which doesn't go with our theory. No, of Hannah Montana being LA famous. Right. Well, <laughs> this this is the first time we've heard of her having a concert out, taking place outside of Los Angeles. So correct. It's another step up for her career. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's. She's, like, on a new level. She's, like, actually going places now. Right. <laughs> like, going literal places. <laughs> yeah. 
But then we go into the Hannah Montana episode, and all Robbie Ray can get is San Diego. So it's back to them being a California family. Okay, yeah. Uh, I have a lot to say about this. So getting to the actual Hannah Montana episode, um, which I still can't get over that it has, like, a question mark in the title, like, on the road again. Um, Because he's not really on the road. Um, the basic no. plot is that, so they start at the Tipton. She's like about to check out of the hotel and, um, Ashley Tisdale is. I mean, can we talk about that? Can we talk about the fact that the only part of the Tipton that the Hannah Montana episode gets is the room? Like we don't even get the iconic yeah. lobby of Hannah Montana leaving the Tipton. Yeah. She doesn't even get the full set. It feels like a cop out. <laughs> oh yeah. It doesn't 100%. really feel like you can call it a crossover. Um, so I guess Maddie, Asha Tisdale's character went to the Hannah Montana concert and she's like, oh my gosh, it was so great. It's been really great to meet you. And then we hear Robbie Ray from the other room singing, I want my mullet back, which get ready because they sing it like six Four times. times. It's, I counted. It's so <laughs> many times. It, and there's not a single Hannah Montana song in this episode. No, there is, is no only Hannah Montana. I want my mullet back. It's That's the only song. The only song in this episode is I Want My Mullet Back. I I think we had to hear this song so much. And I'm not sure if I'm just remembering from this episode because we hear it so much. But I feel like it also came up other times in other episodes or something. And I am I right in thinking that Billy Ray actually did release this as a single? The, the updated version? Yeah. I don't remember. But it would make sense. I mean... The thing is, in this episode, we really see what has kind of we've been leading to for a while, which is Robbie Ray's character just becoming Billy Ray Cyrus. Correct. In, Mm -hmm. like, every sense. And we're also starting to see him become more of his own person and not, and Hannah Montana's team starting to grow. Because this is the first time we meet Roxy, right? No, we met Roxy in an earlier one. Okay, but Roxy features really prominently in this, and so it's like the Hannah Montana team is starting to grow, and he's starting to be able to be, he is Robbie Ray, and they're actually starting to acknowledge that, whereas before it was just like, yeah, he does everything for Hannah Montana, and oh yeah, maybe he sang once. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the thing about them kind of morphing the real person and the character together is that it does have some complications for the fact that they're keeping the Hannah Montana thing a secret. I don't think it would work if Robbie Ray had really been that famous Um, because he's presented as being like the, what is it? Like the honky tonk King or something. Heartthrob. The honky tonk (laughs) heartthrob. Excuse me. He was very big in Sweden. Yeah. He was very big in Sweden. And Maddie's mom was like a massive fan of Robbie Ray, and they apparently thought that he was was dead. dead. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That was one of my favorite lines. My mom's going to be so happy. She thought you were dead. And he was like, I'm glad to hear that too. (laughs) So, okay. Robbie Ray was famous enough to have his own doll made of him. To have correct with many catchphrases, yeah. To have <laughs> double sided t shirts and a TV special, yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, Robbie Palooza, Robbie Palooza, <laughs> which is clearly just footage from old Billy Ray Cyrus music videos. 
Correct. (laughs) (laughs) So he's famous enough to have all of this merchandise and to be so recognizable. And yet nobody's like, hey, your daughter is Hannah Montana. But back when you were famous, you had a young daughter who was not Hannah Montana. And they would be roughly the same age now. (laughs) Well, and the other thing is, does Marty know that Miley's Hannah Montana? Because he makes that joke to Lily about blondes are really big this year and kind of like wink winks. So, di- but he knows Miley and Jackson because they were babies apparently when Robbie Ray's career ended. Okay. So my question is with Robbie Ray being at this level of fame, um, how did none of the students, the faculty, the parents at Miley's school recognize, hey, Miley Stewart's daughter is the Robbie Ray, the honky-tonk heartthrob. And did he he never go to a parent-teacher conference? Like, he's, for, what, four years has been her only parent. Like, and so how do they not know? (laughs) Well, and also, he, he, like, is himself when he's around Hannah Montana. He, like, wears a mustache, but he still goes by Robbie Ray. Right. And Hannah Montana is like the same age as Miley Stewart. And back when Robbie was super famous, he had young kids. Yeah. And one of them was a girl who would now be the right age to be Hannah Montana. This is where things start to crumble for me. And it gets even more crumbly in the next episode, I've realized, because it started playing after I watched this one. And one of the first things you hear is a photographer refer to him as Mr. Montana. So he's not super consistent in, like, who he is. Is he Robbie Ray Stewart? Is he Robbie Ray Montana? Is he Billy Ray Cyrus? I don't know. (sighs) So. Like, I. (laughs) the Hannah Montana secret is not the best kept secret in the world. It Never. seems to be kind of an open <laughs> secret, but I I want to believe that they could have made this work, but right. they would have like had to have Robbie do like the same sort of thing, but then he wouldn't have his industry connections to get her right in the door. It just it it's it's a lot of paradoxes and I don't care for it. <laughs> yeah. No, there's just, there's too much going wrong in like really small ways. And those little things have to add up at some point. Like for her to get to keep the secret all these years and reveal it herself when she's in high school is insane to me. Like, yeah. how would that make sense? She's been doing this since she was like 13. That she got to wait until like her junior year of high school to reveal this to the world makes no sense with how everything has gone wrong just in the first 12 episodes of this series. That's true. We're only 12 episodes in and we've already been like, this charade would not work. <laughs> right. Only 12 episodes into this series. I mean, hell, I was I was on episode three and it already was falling apart. And now we're on episode 12 and it's completely crumbled even more to a reasonable person. But to Disney Channel, no, let's go three more seasons. <laughs> <laughs> and a movie where she reveals her secret. <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, So I guess Miley and Jackson are like, our dad should have his old career back. He seems to miss it. Um, So they call Robbie Ray's old manager to the house. His name is Marty Klein. Klein. His name is Marty Klein, and he's a very stereotypical manager. And his catchphrase is, ladies and gentlemen, Marty Klein. Marty Klein. And the first time he says it, everyone claps. And I'm like, we don't know who this is. 
Right. Who's Marty Klein? I've never met this man. <laughs> yeah, he but of course and he is just, of course his very is just loud. <laughs> right. And then yeah, and then Miley like imitates it. Like when he leaves, she does a whole like Marty bit. It's Miley Stewart. And I'm just like, oh, oh no. <laughs> and honestly, at that moment, and then the following moment when she comes out and like yells at Robbie Ray about like, how dare you not take this opportunity? How does Hannah Montana get a guest spot on a TV show in a couple episodes? Miley is like, Miley Stewart, though I could say things about Miley Cyrus' acting abilities too, but Miley Stewart is a terrible actor. We've learned in this episode. <laughs> so how does Hannah I mean, Montana get a guest spot on a TV show? <laughs> maybe she expends all of her acting energy on pretending to be Hannah Montana. And so she just doesn't have any go. left. Um, but like, so, <laughs> so Marty Klein, his big offer to Robbie is a week long residency in San Diego. Um, where to begin? <laughs> where to begin on that feel- pitch? And, like, it just, to me, like, think, I obviously don't know very much about California. I've lived in Washington my whole life. But out of all the places in California that would offer a washed-up country artist a week-long residency, San Diego doesn't seem like one of them. Like, this feels more like a, like, Ventura County, like, ranch land kind of deal. Like, Thousand Oaks, that kind of area. Like... Just not where, a San Diego. What kind of venue would he be able to have like a week long residency at? Like the kind of places you hear about people having residency are like at hotels or right. um or you know smaller but still like well known concert venues. And when we actually see Robbie Ray there, it kind of looks like a dive bar, but like bigger. It kind of looks like a right. dive bar that has like a stage. But like not like a dive bar that you would expect a country artist to play at. Like it looks very much more like a dive bar you'd see like up here. Like more not like it just doesn't seem like a country bar, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, there's there's like a vaguely country bar in downtown Portland that I went to once just because like we like needed a place to drink and it seems kind of like that place um which was also like the straightest establishment I've ever been in and I was very uncomfortable (laughs) yeah I don't know I just feel like I would expect it to have been like more um and obviously like I'm from a very like country county um but i would expect to be more of like a dance holly style you know what i mean like yeah the place where people go line dancing that's what i would expect if it's like a for the honky tonk heartthrob yeah right but you'd expect it to be more like a line but this looked more like just like a normal like bar where someone would play music every night you know like Mm -hmm. not anything overly country Mm -hmm. (laughs) overly honky tonk (laughs) it's you mean it our contempt for this episode must be reading so strongly <laughs> at this point. We've like barely for even touched sure. on what happens and we're just already so tired. Um Let's get to the triplets. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so Miley's trying to convince her dad to do the residency in San Diego, which would require him to be gone for like I think a week is all. Yeah. Um Jackson for his part hired a hot woman named Inga to be their babysitter and two more identical and- women. <laughs> <laughs> who don't have names they're just random swedish women 
I I wrote in my notes, this is perverted. <laughs> Absolutely. And then he Robbie Ray speaks to them in Swedish. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he said. My Swedish is not very good. Um, but he's I do I do actually know some Swedish, but not what I wasn't paying attention. Anyway, uh, he speaks to them in Swedish. And then Miley and Jackson is kind of looking weird. He goes, what? Robbie Ray was very big in Sweden. And the girls are like, oh, the honky tonk heartthrob. These like clearly like 18 year old girls who have no idea who would have no idea who he was. The honky tonk heartthrob. Like, shut up, Inga. It, shut up, Inga. It, it just. <laughs> Again, it implies that Robbie Ray must have been a very big star. And I I am not a fan of the sorts of jokes where, like, the 16-year-old boy, like, hires, like, hot models to, like, babysit him. Also, Jackson is 16, and, like, I get that Jackson is, like, immature, but when I was 16, I was definitely capable of staying home for a week by myself. Right. And, like, yeah, I don't know. And maybe for me, like, thinking about, and both of us are eldest siblings, but you've always, like, you know, lived just you, but, like... I, I at 16 my parents would have trusted me to watch my younger sisters you know yeah. like it's not like Miley's an infant did. right no well, let's say it's like the difference between Jackson and Miley in age is like me and Cameron mm-hmm. I was left to watch Cameron all the time like you know what I mean like it doesn't doesn't make sense to me other than the fact that Jackson is completely incapable of functioning as a human <laughs> yeah so God, so much of this episode is just Miley trying to convince Robbie to leave. Um, the, <laughs> they finally, and then Roxy. Yeah, they finally succeed. Um, and <laughs> I think we'll get into how they succeed after a quick ad break. <laughs> Perfect. Right. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. All right, so their their backup plan is that Roxy will babysit them. And my immediate Roxy. instinct is, like, obviously she should have been plan A. She is, like, the most, well, like, right. vigilant person. Roxy is like a puma, after all. Um, Roxy is a puma. <laughs> also, he's only going to San Diego. It's not like he's going right. to be that far away. Well, and the other thing for me, it's, like, Roxy should have been the first choice for so many reasons, She's Hannah Montana's bodyguard. Like, I don't, I can't think of Why another person. Why immediately ask her? Right. Like, the biggest concern with leaving Miley and Jackson home alone should be, probably isn't, but should be that somehow people would find out the secret and crowd the house and things would be crazy. So who else would you want to leave other than her bodyguard, right? Like, yeah, I feel like, and also they don't have any family in California. Roxy is their only, like, family. The only person yeah. who they trust. So the, why why there was like a like question of who would watch them? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and why Jackson hired these like three models? Where right. did he even find them? That's what right. I want to know. How did Jackson meet these? Didn't three he say it was like a nanny girl? website? Didn't he say like straight from nanny something dot com or I don't even remember. Oh my god, that's so perverted. That's so gross. Um, yeah. But anyway, so Roxy shows up. Uh, Miley's like, I got plan B behind this door, and Roxy rocks up into the room. <laughs> <laughs> the plan does have some ramifications, though, because Jackson wants to go to a party at Cooper's, and Miley wants to go over to Lily's house, but Roxy won't let them leave, and she makes them all sleep on the couch together. 
Yes, they have a little sleepover with Roxy. <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, the joke of the episode is that Roxy is so overbearing and they need to find a way to like deal with that. But I also didn't care for this part either. <laughs> I thought yeah. it was contrived and it's not how things would actually work. No. And then Roxy finally lets them leave the house the next day for Jackson to go to work and Miley to just like hang out on the beach with Oliver. Like Lily's hanging out with Jackson, which doesn't make any sense. And then Miley says, you know, you got to be quiet, Oliver. Roxy's Roxy's got ears everywhere. And Oliver doesn't believe her. And so she does the stupid thing, like hit me with this magazine. And he goes to raise his arm and little four foot 11 Roxy grabs (laughs) Oliver by the arm and throws him onto the beach. (laughs) Oliver gets thrown onto the beach a lot. Oh, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Roxy also wakes them up by playing a trumpet in like a very (laughs) fake manner. Um, at 6 a.m. to make them go for a run. Um, True. It's, it's the <laughs> right, and that's why Jackson's sleeping at work. <laughs> right. So, so yeah, so then uh, Lily, who looks very cute in this scene, um, is sitting in front of Jackson, I guess, trying to talk to him, but he's asleep. Yeah. Lily tries to put lips- lipstick on him, which is a very common prank here in the Hannah Montana universe. It is, like, the oh, number yeah. one thing that people try is, like, to try and put lipstick on people. Um, when they're sleeping. <laughs> Don't know why. Um, I will say that Isn't Miley that and funny? Oliver... Yeah, Miley and Oliver have gotten really close in these past few episodes, which is kind of mm-hmm. nice. I'm enjoying seeing their friendship, like, actually happen, as opposed to right. just, like, making fun of him. And then, you know, we see Roxy forcing Miley and Jackson to do yoga. And I was like, honestly, if I had someone in my house, like, forcing me to do yoga, I think in the long run, I'd appreciate that. Right, um, <laughs> but these, right. these like young 14, people are thin, so <laughs> yeah. At fourteen, I would have hated that, but now I'm like, yes, please, someone come to my house and make me do yoga every day, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, these three people show up at the house, and we've never seen any of them. We've before. never seen. Um, they no. Jackson they has wanna... friends other than Coop. <laughs> <laughs> they want to take Jackson to the movies and we've never seen them and they're bad actors. <laughs> and Yeah. And it's weird. And <laughs> yeah. And then Roxy is like, yeah, we can go to the movies, like giving Jackson some freedom. And if Jackson had just said yes, he wouldn't, his friends never would have been weirded out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If Jackson had just let Roxy grab her purse and Miley and go to the movies nothing like they would have gone to the movies miley and roxy would have sat elsewhere jackson would have sat with his friends like but jackson decides to go oh and then miley has his back on one of the other rare occasions that they actually team up together mm-hmm. um miley has his back he's like i don't really want to go to a movie roxy and then roxy gets crazy and then the friends are like we gotta bye <laughs> yeah um so now we've entered the phase of the episode where uh Miley and Jackson decide that they need their dad back. Or I guess Jackson does. Miley wants to stick it out. But I I think it's Miley that says, no one's called me bud in 48 hours. (laughs) It's just very self-aware joke. (laughs) Yeah. They both are, like, clearly missing him. But Jackson has decided to take it to the next level. And he gets in his car while Roxy is away and leaves. And Roxy, of course, having ears like a puma, which I don't think is actually a thing. Here's Jackson leave and comes down and is like, Miley, get your stuff. We got to go follow this boy. No, see, here's the thing. Jackson, Jackson 
has left the house. He hasn't like even left yet. Like like not enough time has passed for him to get in his car and start it and leave. Rox right. is already downstairs. Like we need to go. But like they could, just, they could just run out into the driveway and stop him. But no. But no, he's already so far down the freeway. They have to go drive also. But like right. it, he hasn't left yet. <laughs> no. And then literally, even when they get down there, they walk into this bar like 30 seconds after Jackson does. Jackson's been standing there for 30 seconds listening to round three of Break of my Mama back. <laughs> and then Roxy and Miley rock up. Like they literally didn't need to they, drive the whole way there. It it was infuriating no. to me. <laughs> um, but they had to get them to San Diego somehow. So now they're in San Diego. Jackson's like vibing to his dad performing, and Miley Roxon is like, "Wow, he really loves this." And Jackson then feels like a selfish idiot for like twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I did write um, that us getting to hear this just thrilling song for the millionth time, um, oh, and not Lord. even the last time in the episode. Um, I was like, was this in Billy Ray's contract? Like, this has nothing to do with the conceit of Hannah Montana. Well, and it's just so funny to me that that's the song they choose because when you think Billy Ray Cyrus, what song do you think of? Obviously, Achy, Achy, Break Your Heart. Heart. This was like his comeback song. I want my mullet back. I'm going to check right now because I'm pretty sure that Billy Ray actually put out this weird song. I bet so. Yeah. But I just am like... Why wouldn't they have him perform, like, one of his most quintessential, like, singles? I, yeah. I don't know why Achy Breaky Heart wasn't. And it's not like that doesn't come back into a joke later in the series. Ha, ha, ha. Like, yeah. Billy, it just would have made more sense. Billy Ray uh, did release this song as his own single for his album, Wanna Be Your Joe which had been yeah. released earlier in 2006. Right. So probably around the time they were filming the, this series. like this, Which season. is why I'm like, this must be like in his contract or something. Because honestly, right. I don't think I would have enjoyed this episode. And I don't, I, I don't remember enjoying this one all that much when I was a kid. Like what about right. <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus, who I didn't know until this show started. Right. Him, like, having a career resurgence, that's not really a plot I'm interested in as, like, a 12-year-old girl. Well, and that's the thing. It's, like, I was thinking about it. Like, I obviously grew up listening to quite a bit of country music. So, for me, this episode probably would have hit home more in middle school when I was watching it if Achy Breaky Heart had been the song they chose, right? Like, if it had been a song that, like me being raised on country music would have recognized, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, the song he had just released, that doesn't, like, that's not going to sell on Disney Channel. I don't think, like, this show wasn't one that kids would be watching with their parents. This is one that, like, upper elementary and middle school kids would be watching by themselves. If it was a show where parents would be watching with their kids, I can totally understand having a, like, Billy Ray Cyrus promo episode. But Hannah Montana wasn't really a show that was, like, a family watch show. I you know? I still am inclined to believe just based off of the timing of this new Billy Ray album and when the single came out, I think Billy Ray, he either had it in his contract that they were going For to sure. do something to promote that or he like did approach the producers or whatever and said, I need to feature this in some way because right. he... he 
he wasn't really famous at the time. <laughs> he no. wasn't famous well, that's in 2006. This is what made him famous again. I mean, like famous in quotes, but right. you get what I mean. But they brought him back and now he's on Lil Nas X songs. Um, anyway, um, but it's just one of those things I'm like, I totally get why that, like how this happened, but I, I want to understand, I don't understand the logic of why they would do it because that didn't promo his album at all. That wasn't a demographic that needed it. If this was a show, I think they were just grabbing like a, a straw. Honestly, yeah, I think it was but, just like, like we'll just, do anything to promote this, <laughs> right? And it just cracks me up. I'm like, well, <laughs> honestly, I mean, maybe they were banking on the fact that it was the crossover episode and that Raven had more of a family pull. Maybe that did, but Raven wasn't even in the episode, so most people probably didn't even get to this episode of the crossover. So uh, the, I, I, I get say, the intention, but it was flawed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the best argument I can make for it is that it's like a, it's like an earworm of a song. It's catchy. It, I don't oh, like sure. it, but it no. has gotten stuck <laughs> in my head. And this song, I remembered this song because this song will periodic has, has periodically over the like decade and a half since this episode aired. This song has gotten stuck in my head many times. And a decade and a half. Don't make me feel old. Right? Please. Oh my God. So, <laughs> um, but this song has gotten stuck in my head. I'm not going to go out and buy the song. I'm oh, not going to no. listen to it voluntarily. But it did stick in my head. And like maybe right. uh, other kids that watched it could have theoretically also had it stuck in their head. We're singing it around their parents. Their parents ask, right. oh, who's that? And then they're like, oh, Billy Ray Cyrus has a new song? I didn't know. That's the, that's my generous yeah. interpretation of their logic. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't really work. But anyway, so he performs it a third time. Jackson and Miley see it. Um, they have this moment of, wow, our dad's really happy. Yeah. And, and, and then it- Marty Klein offers Robbie Ray to open for Toby Keith for six weeks. Mm-hmm. A week in Hawaii, which is not how tours work. If you go to Hawaii, it is on a really long tour, and you stay for one night. Like, Hawaii doesn't get week-long residencies on tours, especially in a tour that's only a month and a half long. Like, as someone who, like, knows, has done, you know, I'm a concert person. I, I am kind of a nerd about, like, the industry kind of stuff. Hearing that, I was like, how does that work? Like, when I was... <laughs> 12. I'm sure I didn't question it when I was 12. I was like, yeah, he's going to spend a week in Hawaii with Toby Keith. Cool. And now as like someone who's, you know, here we are a decade and a half later. And I'm like, that's not how the music industry works at all. I It, it just is like a dumb thing to say just in general to be like, oh, we're spending a week in Hawaii while on tour. Like those two things don't go together. No. Um, on a six, especially on a six week tour, but, especially a Toby Keith tour. Yeah. Does Toby Keith have a lot of fans in Hawaii? Apparently in 2006 he did. Okay, well, um, we get we get this clip that I've seen go around a lot lately of Miley crying <laughs> as she runs out of the room. Yes, you I'm not, after saying Hawaii will love you. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna find this clip and retweet it um, because it's For sure. it's I've seen it so many times this year, and I was like, oh, this is where that little clip is from. Yeah. Um, Ashley Tisdale is back at the end of the episode for like five seconds. I guess I've glossed over what actually happened. I like didn't even take notes on the resolution of this episode because I was so bored out of yeah. my mind. So Miley 
and Robbie Ray have a talk, he because he follows her, obviously, she runs away. And she was like, I just, after seeing how happy you are and knowing how happy I am when I'm Hannah Montana, I can't, I can't believe I took this from you. I took your dream from you. And he has the, you know, the cheesy dad line of, no, you and Jackson were my dream. My kids are my dream because every Disney Channel parent has to love their kids so much. Um, <laughs> <and> so, <laughs> like it's a bad thing for parents to no, love their like, kids. But it's not one of these, like, that's the most cliche, like, good dad thing he could have said, right? Like, no, my dream was my kids. When, like, it's okay to admit you had dreams other than your kids. Um, But anyway, so they have this moment of, like, it's okay, I'm not going to go on the tour. And Miley's like, no, but he's like, no, you and Jackson are more important, which, I mean, better be true. He's a single parent. His kids better be more important. But it, like, that's the resolution, is Miley cries because she thinks she's being selfish. Robbie Ray's like, no, baby, you're not selfish. And then they all put on mullets. <laughs> yeah. So the episode ends with Ashley Tisdale back for like five seconds before I think Roxy attacks her or something. And then. Because her and her mom flew across the country to San Diego to see Robbie Ray in a shitty bar. Isn't her character like dirt poor? Correct. Why? They would not. That's. Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. So Miley and Jackson and Robbie Ray all put on mullet wigs and they all, they all get on stage and sing, I want and my the mullet back. Time. Oh my God, <laughs> this fucking song. <laughs> and Roxy's like vibing in a corner and Marty's vibing in another corner. And I'm just like, oh dear Lord. Yeah. It, I mean, and, and that's how it ends. And the last note that I wrote <laughs> was I didn't like this episode. <laughs> My last note is, and not a single Hannah Montana song. <laughs> <laughs> and also... But we haven't we haven't gotten there yet. But uh, my other note was a, my last note was also a fashion note of why is there so much lime green? <laughs> there was so much lime green in this episode. <laughs> my eyes hurt. <laughs> um, yeah, we can we can talk about the fashion. Um, I so much green in general, but like a lot of lime green and just I don't know why this episode was so so green. You know, but like everyone. I I only made three notes about fashion and two of them are about hair. So you will have much more to talk about. Um, Oh, for sure. Robbie wore a purple shirt that I thought was very loud. Um, I also, um, and Cameron and I talked about this in the previous episode, but Robbie Ray clearly got his hair done recently because he has some serious highlights. Um, For sure. Pretty much out of nowhere. Um, um, another hair comment. Hannah, the Hannah wig that Miley's wearing so in the first crimped. scene. With those crimps. It was so yeah. crimped. But, like, not evenly. It was, like, random crimps every, like, six inches, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, like, it wasn't, it was not a look. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> Lily had a moment where half of her hair was straight and half of her hair was, like, twisted and, like, in, into, like, uh-huh. where you, like, take a ponytail and just twist it. <laughs> yeah. She also had, like, a very a very quintessential, like, 2006 tomboy outfit of wearing camo pants with, like, orange and green layered tops, mm-hmm. like, and a hat. Like, I was like, that is, like, every single one of my tomboy friends in middle school. <laughs> camo pants and, like, some reflective colors. I was like, wow. wow. Are we in, uh, we in Pierce County or are we in L.A.? Because, uh, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, that was all I had. Gosh. You clearly, the outfits made a stronger impression on you. I was just trying to get through this one. I'll be real. <laughs> yeah. 
I just one of I mean one of Miley's outfits, her last outfit, honestly, just felt like something I definitely would have worn. The velour, the brown velour track pants oh and the layered tea and tank. That is like that was quintessential sixth and seventh grade Kayla. For sure. And it made me really happy. Um, and then Maddie's just last outfit is totally what I would have worn to a concert in 2006. <laughs> like she's in the black leggings, denim skirt, black tank top with like that neon green lace thing over it. I'm like, that's what everyone thought you needed to wear to a concert. Like for sure. <laughs> so that was, that was kind of my biggest thing there. I was like, Oh wow. There's, so, there were many, many looks that I definitely wore in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> well, is there anything that we didn't touch on that you would like to acknowledge at this time? I don't think so. I think Oliver was fairly missing from this episode. He was only in the one scene. Yeah. But, like, it makes sense. He wouldn't have been. I wish we had seen some Raven in this crossover <sighs> yeah. event. Like, the fact that we only saw Maddie, that's the only crossover part that we got, was kind of disappointing. Yeah, that, which, that like, I kind of get it, though, because... It was the early years of Hannah Montana. Sweet Life and Raven were the bigger deal. Sweet Life had really blown up. Raven was about to end. So it makes sense. But I wish we'd gotten more than just Maddie. This also does kind of set up having Hannah Montana and Sweet Life crossover and having the scene with Maddie and Hannah kind of sets up Miley to later be in High School Musical 2. Like, because there's been that connection. Um, but other than that... No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We need to address that comment you just made. That is that is such a stretch. That's that all, is such a leap. No, it's, it's so it is. That's all I can think of. I was like, it's the only thing that like comes from Ashley Tisdale and Miley Cyrus oh being together. God. Is, now I'm like, now it's like, yeah. Miley's in High School Musical too. We're great. <laughs> she's not like in it though. There's one shot of her doing no, the she's end in song. ten seconds. <laughs> it's like she just dances at the end. Like that's that's it. You can't be like this sets a precedent for Miley Cyrus and Ashley Tisdale doing no. things together. I just that was the only thing I could think of. Was like the only thing that ever they see each other oh again is High School God. Musical too. No. But they don't really. <laughs> No, no, no. That's not even that's not even what happened. That's not even no, what happened. No. No, there was a whole thing. There, yeah, there's, there's a whole was, thing about Miley being a high school musical. There too. was like a poll with like Miley and yeah. like other people and was like who right. do you want to see a big vote. in high school musical? I did not vote for Miley Cyrus. I did not vote for Miley Cyrus in that poll. I don't remember who I voted for, who but I know it wasn't Miley. For, I don't know. I have to look that up. The high school musical too. <laughs> HSM2 poll Miley Cyrus. <laughs> You're like, no, it makes sense that no, they would now, do that. But it was, it was, it was like fact, you were voted. voted. It was. And I don't understand why it was viewer voted. Okay. <laughs> You're like, they should Come have on, just seen the blown. president of Ashley Tisdale and Miley <laughs> Cyrus having been on an episode of Hannah Montana together. <laughs> uh, this part's going to be a nightmare for me to edit. <laughs> I know. I love you. You're welcome. Okay. All this is saying is Miley recently tweeted about it. <laughs> what, like this year? Apparently, yes, like in August, Miley tweeted about being in High School Musical 2. Um, she only needs to be on okay, set for it. like 30 seconds. Right. The choice, okay, the choices were Miley, Brenda Song, Jason Dolly or Raven? Could you imagine if people had voted for Jason Dolly? 
Honestly, I probably did as a joke. Jason Dolly is nowhere <laughs> near the level of fame, even at this time. He was no. never as famous as like Miley or no. Raven or Brent, even Brenda Song. Brenda Song was honestly, lots honestly, of stuff on Disney Channel. Brenda's probably who I voted for because I love Brenda Song. And yeah. I just love Brenda Song. And I have lots of fun facts about her, including that she dated Miley's older brother for a very long time. I am aware of that. And now she's dating Macaulay Culkin. They've been together a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, Trace and Brenda was a thing for a very long time that I loved. Of course, <laughs> Kayla. Of course it was. You yeah. staying I got, on brand. I got lots of... I'm very on brand. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, wow. What a tangent we just went on. What a journey we just took. Um, oh, gosh. Well, now we know. You're going to have to do a blooper episode. You're going to have to do a whole blooper episode at the end of the season of just, like, all the random crap you've had to cut out of episodes. I mean, <laughs> most of it is – most of the stuff that actually ends up getting cut is stuff that, like, would only be interesting to, like, us. It's, like, us. It's like when, <laughs> when Squadcast freezes and, like, there's, like, audio of Courtney, like, being like, oh, no, you froze. Come back, come back. <laughs> it's like stuff like that. Um, or I mean, I I I thought I was gonna have to edit a lot for that episode. That um, well, it actually it hasn't come out yet at the time we're recording this, but it will obviously be yeah. out by the time this episode's out. But there was an episode oh, yeah. that Courtney and I recorded where I was having severe allergies, and I thought I was gonna have to cut <laughs> so much, and I actually didn't really have to. I just had I just had to like mute okay. my my section a couple times, which I have to do right. anyway. Um, but yeah. at the end, I like. I like had to sneeze so bad right as I'm telling Courtney how to she, like I'm like do you want to go ahead and promo while I go sneeze and like blow my nose and I and I <laughs> I had to get up and take my headphones off and I like still sneezed like basically into the mic but then I had to leave the room and I just came back oh. and Courtney's just talking and I'm like is that all good do I need to like ed- edit that out she's like no leave it in it's fine <laughs> and I did end up leaving it in funny. I love it <laughs> Nice. Although this part will probably get cut. Uh, this part is probably the biggest. For amount. sure. This is just tangential. This, this episode will probably have the most cut material out of any episode thus far. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> this will be the entire bonus episode is just this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> episode, final episode of season one. Let's listen to Kayla talk about how High School Musical, Miley Cyrus, and Brenda Song are related. <laughs> I the one thing is that I don't have like a place to put the cut material. I just have to like delete right. it from Audacity. I but I do have all the backup recordings in Squadcast, so I could like theoretically go back and find stuff that was right. Cut. Redown the but things. that would yes. take so long. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> I just I a Disney conspiracy theories episode may have to come to lifestyle very soon because I've got lots of lots of opinions. No, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean I I've, I've done a lot of thinking about potential concept episodes of uh pumping up the podcast right. in the future i won't say any now in case i do leave this part in uh i don't want right. to spoil anything um no but if you the listener have ideas for a concept episode you would like to listen to <laughs> hit me yes. up on socials <laughs> oh there's so many ways you could go with that with hannah montana oh yeah that could be good <laughs> make a list kayla i'll investigate <laughs> i'm on the case <laughs> investigate the options (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Do you want to go ahead and plug your stuff? I can't believe this is only your second appearance on this on this show. I know. That's wild. Hey, now we're tied. We're how many times you've been on my podcast? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? By the time this episode comes out, you may have been on Lifestyle again. Who knows? Um, yeah. So uh, I am the host of the Lifestyle Podcast. I also run com, which is a blog that has a YouTube channel and all sorts of other things. So you can find all the information about me there, styledbykaylaxo.com and the Lifestyle Podcast, which has new episodes coming out almost every Tuesday and Friday. Very cool. <laughs> Exciting stuff. <laughs> well, thank you so much for uh, coming back on the show. I'm sure I'll have you back uh, before too long. Um Uh, And then thanks again so much to all of you for joining us today. I really hope you'll tune in for next week's episode where my guests and I are going to be discussing season one, episode 13. It's an incredibly long title. It's called You're So Vain. You probably think this zit is about you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Until then, go ahead and check us out on Twitter at Pumping Up the Pod and on Instagram at Pumping Up the Podcast. And until next time, keep on pumping up the party.